Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. All right, September 27th. Here we are. It's the flag on the play. Monday, week three of the NFL is in the books. I actually have it in the notes here. It is episode 44, but it's also Monday, September 27th, National Chocolate Milk Day. I love chocolate milk. <laughs> chocolate milk is really good. Real good. So you got you got to bring it up when you can. That's Alex who loves chocolate milk right there. That's that's indeed Alex who loves chocolate milk and I also love NFL football. It was uh it was a spicy good week. It was a good week for your Las Vegas Raiders. It was a good week. We're 3 and 0. Not wearing the jersey today. Don't want to, you know, oversaturate the uh wearing the blue jays hat instead wearing the blue jays hat little little bit more important right now so yeah big gotta, week coming big gotta support the boys but i'm happy about three and zero. three and zero feels good other uh, you know what's the opposite of three and zero? oh and three owen how's it feel um i don't know i've just been i spent the entire afternoon and evening trying to figure out why i uh bet the jets three weeks in a row and i'm just coming up blank every time i don't know why i keep doing it um i guess i'm just a sucker for pain yeah, you know what? Aren't know. we all? Yeah. I cheer for Ben yeah. Roethlisberger. You bet the Jets. It's it's kind of the same thing. I hope you yeah. realize the second the, the the week you don't bet the Jets, they'll cover. Just like I didn't bet the Falcons this week and they covered. So beautiful. <laughs> yeah. That that's what I'm anticipating. That's why I'm just probably gonna bet them next week and the week after that and the week after that until the line gets like plus. 23 and i'll probably still bet them so. dangerous game <laughs> ride the yeah. wave <laughs> go with it yeah adam yeah. he's over there prodding today your cowboys didn't play today so that's kind of a win for everybody if you think about it yeah it's a big win for me because you can watch sunday all relaxed uh then i just get stressed tomorrow mm-hmm. and uh you know had some i have a good record going into tomorrow but you know with my luck of the week tomorrow it could it could all go bad so yeah. okay you never know it, it could things could go south but it won't I saw somebody was saying today, as a Steeler fan, I'm Phil, by the way, if this is your first time listening, but as a Steeler fan, it's nice to have the next, like, 15 weeks, 15 Sundays off, you know? It's, it's, <laughs> That's it, good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, Owen, you're kind of in the same boat as me there. We can just write them off. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the same boat for sure. We're going to get some reading done. Um, I don't know. What else? We'll, we'll come up with some stuff. Maybe we'll go, like, rowing or yeah. something. I don't know. It's tough. Something like that, Given yeah. how much, like, Nature Ben's walk. put into the season. Yeah. It's really tough. More than any other season yeah. he's oh. prepared for. Oh, it's tough. I want to talk about them later. Let's not do that now. Um, we just watched week three, another Sunday night classic. I guess we could start there. The Packers. I mean, the story of the game, they go down. 49ers are down six. They score. Place is going crazy. Mm-hmm. Taylor's oldest time. They left Aaron Rodgers too much time. That's what it seems like. But I'm going to make a take here. Oh, no. They actually didn't leave too much time. That was like a good amount of time. I don't know what else you wanted them to do. The Green Bay didn't have a timeout. They like it, the worst part is Rodgers is just so good that ah oh man, that was I didn't think they left enough time, but it's Rodgers and he just finds a way to make it work. But maybe hey, I don't know, covered Devontae Adams uh, over the middle. I think that would make some sense. Yeah, I mean when you're on your like seventh and eighth cornerbacks, it's kind of hard to do. So forty seconds might be too much time when your whole team is crippled like that. But you know. What can you do? Yeah, what can you do? Tough for the training staff there. Yeah. A lot of guys getting injured. <laughs> a lot of in and out. Owen, what was your takeaways yeah. from the game tonight? Yeah, it was a great game. I would say at the end, I think they kind of didn't really have a choice. I mean, you 
want to score it there, especially because they kind of had issues earlier in the game scoring in the goal line. So, I mean, you have a chance to juice check to score it, so you score it and then hope your defense is good. But, I mean, their corners, their secondary is just – San Francisco's secondary is so banged up. I think if there's one part of this team that's their undoing as far as making them no longer a Super Bowl contender, it's got to be the secondary because it, uh, it was rough for sure. Rogers had light yeah. work tonight. He was working it around he to did. everybody. Lazard, Valdez, yeah. Scantling, all guys who are, you know, sub 10% owned in fantasy and everybody's scrambling to the waiver wire to see if they're available. Not a good sign when your corners are giving it up like that. But we're on a hot streak with the Sunday night games. Oh, it's it's been great so far. Three heaters yeah. in a row. And I, if, if only they advertised what the Sunday night game was next week so I could know and yeah. talk about it. I wish I knew what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's going to be a mystery till next week, hey? Yeah. We'll, we'll never know. Um, did that sort of change the way you thought about the NFC at all? I don't know. Packers, Niners. Niners gave them a good push, I thought. If anything, I came out respecting San Francisco more. But like Owen said, I think their ceiling's kind of low without uh, any corners back there because it was light work for Rodgers. But... I don't know. More or less what I expected from Green Bay. Did anybody change their opinion on either no, of those teams? No, I mean, what do we think about Jimmy G? Like, because he was getting roasted by some of us here. Yeah, I, I think he's all right. I don't know. I Like he, you said, I think he contributes to that ceiling. Yeah. Like, it's I mean, a ceiling. Yeah, and, he came out on the last drive and he scored. Like, like yeah, well, well, that was a nice winning love drive. Love the fumble. Or, I guess. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. The, the like, fumble was maybe tough. tuck it. The fumble was tough. <laughs> at least he told his guys he's like hey i fumbled but go get the ball you guys <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. he did, he did the opposite cam newton yeah. yeah 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 no i thought um i i think to me the 49ers seem a lot like the uh the rams of like last couple years where it's a really really talented roster but it you know lacks that elite elite quarterback that can kind of take them to the next level and we saw it like we've seen so far over the first three weeks what kind of a difference that elite quarterback can make him at Stafford and I think the Niners are really good but I don't think they're you know in my opinion I don't think they're in the upper echelon of teams to beat in the NFC I think you know you look at those teams like the Rams and the and the Buccaneers and it's all teams that have that elite quarterback paired with that really good system so wow Matt Stafford yeah. elite quarterback is, is, is it's I would a say so. I mean he's an MVP world. candidate at this point no oh he's got to be I'm mm-hmm. just saying I didn't yeah. see it coming yeah no I know you didn't see it coming well, I I mean, like I'm talking, talking about like Phil, a year Phil ago. Phil is a certi- certified Mad Stafford hater. He was hating like week two. Yeah, Tony okay. wouldn't appreciate that. No, he would not. Well, sometimes he would. Sometimes he would. <laughs> Lions fans have a complicated relationship <laughs> with Matt Stafford, as they do their entire football team. But nonetheless, um, I guess we could talk about the Chargers and the Chiefs. I think that's sort of the big storyline coming out of yep. today is the Chiefs are one and two. They're fourth place in their division after week three. Kind of stunning. Um, did I, Romo was talking about it today that they could sort of use a second receiver that they don't really have. He kept mentioning mm-hmm. during the broadcast. I kind of agree with that. Oh, and you're making a face. Do you, I don't know. I don't think that's necessarily the issue, but, uh, yeah, I think it's more on the defensive side of the ball. I think they, it's similar to San Francisco where they're, they're secondary. I mean, they could not stop, uh, Mike Williams. He was getting whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted it. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, they need a better answer to him because he had, you know, he's six, four, he's got a height advantage on every single one of the corners and safeties on that team. Um, so I don't know. I don't know exactly what the solution is, but I see the de- the problem more as a, as a defensive problem, especially because you, you're the two receivers that you do have two primary receivers and Kelsey and, and Hill are, are as you know, they're the cream of the crop. They're as good as it gets. So. Yeah. I, I think that if one goes down, it's a bigger issue though. 
I think what they have beyond yeah. those guys is pretty thin. And if a team takes them out, they've, they're in some trouble. Clyde obviously had a good game today and not trying to take away anything from Clyde, but I mean, they could have had T Higgins there. They could have had Claypool there. There's right. other routes they could have gone. I think it could have really added a dimension to the offense and, you know, you can go cheap on running back, but are you worried about the chiefs at all? Either of you guys, I don't no. think I'm, Oh, you go for it. <laughs> oh, I, I, my answer was just no. Like, it's that simple. I mean, like, Mahomes can just figure it out. Like, he's just throwing dumb interceptions that he would never throw in a game that he actually cared about, in my opinion. Like, he's just toying around. Like, Yeah, but that's, that's not, take. like, that's not the time to do it against the Chargers in a divisional game. Like, I get what you're saying. Like, he could, like Andy Reid can, like, beat that out of him. But I just think it's stupid. Like, it's 0-0. Zero, zero. Like, you're not up, like, like 30 to seven yeah and he's throwing no look like dumb passes and his receiver didn't even freaking know what was happening like i get like you know be ready for the pass or whatever but obviously like he's not gonna be like he has no clue where mahomes has thrown that ball um so i thought it was but i agree i think they should get another receiver yeah another second guy just someone um because i always feel like it's a hit or miss with like hardman or pringle I think it's mostly a miss with both of those guys, in my opinion. But well, they caught a couple, I think, against the Ravens, right? Pringle yeah, had a nice one. But like you said, yeah, it's it's more miss than hit. But mm-hmm. um, they should they should probably get another guy, just given how talented Mahomes is. Yeah, and they've obviously had Sammy Watkins the last couple of years. He's, yeah, he's another hit or miss yeah. type for them. But yeah, I don't I mean, know. I think the thing with I was gonna say the thing with Kansas City is you're not. It's gonna be a lot harder to get another receiver after this year because next year is when Patrick Mahomes makes all the money that he's gonna. His cap hit goes, oh, you know, right, way up, yeah. right? So I don't know. I feel like if this year, if you can't put it together with the guys you have, it's not gonna get any easier. And I mean, they drafted Clyde as Clyde in the in the first round, which was clearly a mistake. They've made a lot of mistakes as far as the draft goes, and I don't know if they are uh, the type of team that's gonna be able to to make the moves that are necessary to improve to such a level that they're able to win because they haven't proven it so far. I think this is the best team they're going to have for the foreseeable future, in my opinion. Yeah. I I mean, you you did a good job bailing on Clyde's name there. I never try the second. (laughs) That was good. It's just CEH or Clyde. He went Clyde twice. Yeah. After the first one, he knew he couldn't do it. So that's respect. Yeah, yeah exactly. I respect that. I never know if it's Hiller or Eler because everybody says it differently. Yeah, I don't know either. That was classic okay, QB okay. getting pressured, throw it out of bounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dump it off. Yeah. Don't take the sack. That was that was well done. I liked that one. Thank but you, I, I would say I am a little worried because you can – I mean, Baltimore ran it up and down the field on them last week, and we said at yeah. the end of that game on this very show, it was a bit of a recipe game. They sort of laid out the blueprint of how you could maybe take them down. You control the clock. You limit the ball in Mahomes' hands. Mm-hmm. You take chances on fourth down. And that's more or less what the Chargers did today. They held the ball a lot of the time. And even they did a more extreme version of what Baltimore did on that fourth and nine. They were too afraid of giving it back to Mahomes off the miss. You got to give credit to the Chargers coach for going for Mm -hmm. that there. You don't give credit to him if it doesn't work. You do if it does work. But, I mean, I think that was the right call, all things considered, because you just couldn't give the ball back to Mahomes in that situation. But uh, the Chargers, I want to give them some flowers, too, because that was a pretty impressive performance, I thought. And something uh i think if justin herbert ever gets six points again i might just have to take justin herbert i think that's all there is to it i i don't know what why people were criticizing herbert like against dallas and stuff they were like oh slow start this that like i don't know i i I think he was he was still phenomenal and he proved that again today so i didn't really love the hate yeah cowboys defense might just be better than we thought Mm. like i ask you boys are you are, are you boys worried about the chiefs at all yeah, I am. I as think far as I'm, Super Bowl I'm starting. Actually, I said no. I am too. 
I'm starting to get a little bit worried. Yeah. Like you said. Yeah, me too. Like, Mahomes is great and all, but the surrounding cat, like, Hill, Kelsey, Mahomes, that's all fine. But like you said, the defense is crap. Um, and just the surrounding pieces around the offense as well. Like, they don't have any other targets. So, yeah, I'm a little worried. I am too. I but am plus, too. the division is, like, decent. Like, they just got pounded by the Chargers. The Broncos and the Raiders won't be easy games either. Yeah. Um. So. Well, you don't score by accident on Denver. Exactly. So, it's 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 definitely going to be tough. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting division to watch here. I think there's a good divisional game next Monday night. So little Ra- Raiders true. Chargers, that'll yep. be fun. Quick little audio cut there. We're back now though. Um, we could talk some Bucks and some Rams. Owen, you came into this game and you said that Tampa Bay was going to beat the brakes off of the Rams. Your exact words: they're going to beat the brakes off the Rams. You also locked in the Bucks. We all saw the game, 34-24. It could have been a lot worse. Um, Tampa Bay got the garbage time touchdown where Brady killed Giovanni Bernard to, you know, <laughs> lose by 10. That was interesting. Um, but, you know, this is about you. You locked in the box. Go on your little uh, loss tour I here. Mean, can we also note that all three of you picked the Bucks on that game? I just wanted to note that. And well, I let's, that's fine, but I wasn't. Yeah, let's focus on. I mean, it was one of our picks, and all three of you picked the Bucks. So let's not only bully Owen, but let's bully him the most because he locked it, and he made fun of me, and he took two minutes Whoa. out of last podcast to let everyone Whoa. know. Damn, there's Damn, some. That's okay. amazing. Anyway, <laughs> bookmark go ahead, bookmark go this ahead. moment, and and we'll after the uh, Cowboys Eagles game, we'll we'll uh, we'll revisit this. I would Adam's love to because you picked the Cowboys the right now. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think they're gonna win. I'm just saying. Just be be ready. But as far as the Bucks go, I don't think it's an offensive problem. I just saw their their secondary just get carved up all game. They had no answer for Cup and Stafford, uh, especially you know Jamel Hill, whatever his name. I'm Jamel Hill. Jamel Dean. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> Jamel Dean uh, was out, so that was not good because they you know they're relying on a lot of backup guys in the secondary, and uh, I think that's a problem that we've seen not even like today specifically, but we've seen it over the you know, they got carved up also, you know, the secondary at least got carved up by Dallas. Uh, and then, you know, Atlanta is pretty bad, but even they were able to put up, a, you know, a few points on, uh, on the secondary. So I have some issues here. I think that they need to figure that out. I don't know if it's a scheme issue. I think, you know, their uh, defensive coordinator has pro- proven that he's a really capable coordinator. And so I, I don't know if it's a scheme thing or, or just personnel at this point, but that's a serious issue that I think they need to address because that was rough. It was hard to watch. Like it would be like, cup open 40 yards downfield with nobody within 10 yeah and, and we've all seen that they've certainly kicked the tires on richard sherman to say the least i think that probably has something yeah. to do with it i don't know what he has left but i think that yeah. that might be something that's likely to happen at this point considering the result of that game anytime deshaun jackson is gashing you in the year 2021 um tough that's that's really all there is to yeah. that one uh did again it's sort of the same question i had about the niners packers game did this sort of like flip-flop your opinion of either of those teams alex i think i know adam thinks the rams are the class of the nfc you said that last episode <laughs> i said if they win they will be and yeah i think they are what do you think no not yet i just think like as as long as you have brady like you're in good hands i don't think he'll let a lot of stuff slide so um, and you know what? The Rams are, are a very good team. So, so I don't think it's crazy. that If you don't think the Rams are, then who is the team in the NFC? Like, who's the team? I still think it's Tampa Bay, personally. Okay. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm not 100% decided yet. Like, It's week three. Like, it's week three. Like, <laughs> let's settle down. Like, There's about, like, 15 more weeks to go, 14. So, um, but no, I'm not as worried about Tampa as I am Kansas. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think the Rams, I you could sort of see this, you know, Brady 
I think it's safe to say is not uh, selling his soul for the week three game against no. the Rams. I think he's not too concerned. He's lost a game before. So I'm, uh, I, I wasn't too afraid of their game. Like I thought the Rams played a hell of a game. They, they, the way they play is very interesting. It's going to be tough to beat in the playoffs, especially if they get home field, because that's the first time I've ever watched a Rams yeah. game and actually thought, damn, they got some noise in there. That's a home field advantage because that place was buzzing and they got a good vibe around them. And I mean, they're going to be inside. They're going to throw the ball. There. Cooper Cup's gross. Yeah, absolutely wow. phenomenal. Yep. And uh, Woods and uh, Deshaun Jackson. I mean, Deshaun Jackson's got four weeks before his hamstring rips again. But, I mean. It was yeah. phenomenal because my brother was like, who the hell's this guy? Who, who's Jackson? I was like, yeah, Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. no. That was me too. Yep. That you was know me what too. Jackson that yeah. is. Yeah. Um, I still think Tampa will be there at the end. I'm not too concerned. But the Rams, if they get home field lookout, that's going to be a uh, tough team mm-hmm. to beat. Yeah. And McVeigh, I mean, maybe, I don't know, relax a little bit. You know? So down. Yeah. But 40 and 0 and leading at halftime, that's pretty impressive. It's shout good out. For him. Yeah. Shout out to him. Um, I guess we go to sad because the Detroit Lions, uh, they found yet another way to lose a game. No, it was really one of the most amazing things ever. They kicked that field goal to take the lead. The place is going crazy. You just knew they would find a way to lose, but it was set up in such a way that it really did seem like it was going to happen. They get to fourth and 19. The Ravens somehow, the, what was, uh, the guy gets behind the cornerback and in front of the safety in the little <laughs> six-yard gap, and he floats it right in there. The, the, the play clock goes to zero on the next play for about three, four seconds. Three the ref seconds. just yeah. stands there like he's catching flies with his mouth, yep. and uh, Lamar just runs the play, throws it out of bounds. The, what was so twisted is the kick. I thought the kick was going in because I know it's the Lions, and I know it's Justin Tucker. So in my mind, I'm thinking this is going in. It leaves his leg. I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, it's going to make it. It's going to go in. But when it hits the bar, you think it's out. The Lions are going to win. The Lions have to give you that little sliver of hope that, yes, they are going to pull through this time. And even on the camera you're looking at on the broadcast, watch it again. It looks like the ball flips forward towards the goal line and misses. And then they're like, oh, it's good. And I'm like, oh, it's it's the Lions. It's the Lions. Why did I expect anything differently? The only real takeaway from this is the Lions are the most twisted franchise to root for in sports. If you cheer for these people, I am so sorry. That was a gut punch. I felt bad for Dan Campbell. felt bad for everybody there. That was just tough to watch. Owen, did you catch much of this one? What'd you think? Yeah, I caught a lot. I think on the last play, like on the on the kick, I was watching. The, the angle was a bit weird, right? Because they showed it from the back. I honestly thought it bounced like five yards in front of the uprights, like in the end zone. I was like, this did not get through. And then you see the refs come out and hold their hands up. I was like, I, I thought it was like, I was shocked. A mistake. I was like, there's no way this actually happened. Yeah, I thought it was a mistake. But but yeah, it was just, I don't know. It was like, a if I'm a Lions fan, I'm my spirit's a little bit crushed right now. Oh, so fully, uh, yeah. I guess thoughts and prayers to Tony here because it looked like they, you know, it was like a nice little comeback story was kind of brewing. It was like a storybook ending was kind of coming for the for the Lions. And then the fourth and 19 was a backbreaker and then followed that up like you were saying, Phil. Um, I think on the broadcast, I don't know who was, I don't remember who was calling the game, but he was counting down the play clock. He was like four, three. He was into two, it. One. Yeah, and then it was like zero, and it, it's just like a moment of silence. Like he's pausing, like we're all waiting, fans, like broadcasters, <laughs> everybody in the stadium is waiting for them to blow the whistle. And then they just snap the ball three seconds later, and the play goes on, and like you're just like, oh, I guess the play clock was off or something, the which it wasn't. So that was, I mean, BS, but 
but yeah, brutal loss for the Lions. Um, and I guess great, great moment for Justin Tucker. That's what I took away from the game. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Uh, quickly, I want to know before you go. Uh, it's the second time the Lions have ever lost at the buzzer to the longest field goal in NFL history. Yeah, that, second time. That is the most amazing stat out there. Jeez. But uh, no, yeah, I just wanted to add like Lamar was making some really good throws, right? I, I thought he was like threading them in there. Um, he made some nice plays, but like you said, I was thinking like, here we go, like he's gonna miss this. Like Tony's coming on the pod. Like we're gonna talk about the Lions <laughs> dub. It's gonna be great. Um, but that obviously wasn't to be, and you know, you kick that field goal a hundred times, the ball doesn't bounce that way and into the field. Like it doesn't like it. I've never seen a, a football go like that. Never does it bounce off like that and go in. So it, it was pretty crazy. It's literally, it's literally a rotation. If the ball rotates the other direction, it's going out. It was one, it's one rotation off from missing that the Lions. Oh my gosh, I feel so bad. I I, I want to reach out to Tone, you know. We got to get him on the next show, see how he's feeling. I think he might just be holed up. He might just be looking at the end of the game screen the whole time. Yeah. The only the His only message I saw session. from him was 0 oh, and 17 inbound see you boys at the draft. That's what he said. Mm. Mm. Nice. That's already lost hope. <laughs> Good to see some positivity. Yeah. Lions players were yeah. like they were ready to like really happy what was that guy's name the with the long like the blonde hair anzalone anzalone i keep thinking his name's like calzone or something i don't know but yeah he was like hype you know leading the boys all that stuff they were ready but i feel bad for dan campbell i do because that stuff owen would you have no i will say i think dan campbell's he's put together like they, they they're in most of the games that they played i mean barring i guess the Packers game they were in there with the Niners towards the end and they were in there with the Ravens like this is a team that I think will get wins down the line like they're I think somewhat well coached or sufficiently well coached to be competitive it's just tough to to see them lose the way they lose it's, I it's think, hard yeah. to watch like I feel bad yeah I agree I think on yeah. the motivation scale they're a 10 on the execution <laughs> yeah. scale they're about a two but you know that's the beauty of football you'll end somewhere in the yeah. middle but give the them time. credit honestly they've played the the 49ers the Packers and the Ravens and I mean to some extent everyone's called those teams Super Bowl contenders right yeah you know teams that could contend yeah. in the Super Bowl and they've all been like decently respectable games right so I got to yeah. give them credit and like you said they will pull out wins eventually yeah credit to them but we got to say I they that was not without a lot of help from Hollywood Brown too though I, Oh, I, I, yeah, actually, was... I actually want to say he should not be called Hollywood Brown anymore. <laughs> you, you don't get a nickname like that when you legitimately dropped five passes that were in your hands over the course of about 10 minutes. Every time they cut back to the game, it's off his hands. They go to the sideline, the receiver coach is talking him up. Somehow he's still running out there. He is a arena football league player. <laughs> I thought it was a replay. Because there were two of them were almost the exact same play. And it cuts to red, it, it cut to red, like a different game on red zone and then cut back. I was like, oh, they're replaying the same thing. And no, it was a different, a different drop. You know, it's different bad when the announcers dropped. have yeah. audible reactions. They're like, oh, no, yeah. not again. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> they're not even cheering for the team, man. Yeah. That was bad. Yeah. Speaking of bad and the NFC North, the Bears, um, that 
<laughs> wow, that was unbelievable. You might as well have just had, I don't even know what you want out there, like midget football player? Like you want those guys on the offensive Mr. line Bisky. as opposed to what they had? Jeez, they got turned around. Nine sacks, four and a half for Miles Garrett, one total yard of passing throughout the entirety of the game. Yep. That's always yep. a good stat to have. Maybe about you don't him. have a 40-year-old lineman. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, against Miles Garrett. He was getting turned over. <laughs> yeah. Um, they averaged 1.1 yards of play. That's the second worst of any team this century. Would you like to know how I found out that stat? How? Oh, Jimmy Graham, the starting tight end, he was kind enough to retweet it for everybody. So Love that. Thanks, yeah. Love that. Thanks, Jim. Yeah, <laughs> things are going really well for the for the Bears. Uh, Field said after the game that he described today's game as, quote, kind of felt like you're in a deep, dark space. He added that he gets goosebumps thinking about how bad it was. Whoa. Matt Nagy said, quote, it's hard to make up how bad that was. You make the decisions. You literally made up how bad it was. I don't know how else I can explain that to you. Um, things are going really bad for the Bears. I think this could get really ugly fast, and I wouldn't be totally surprised if Matt Nagy was out of a job tomorrow. But do you see any optimism here, Alex? Do you think the Bears could turn this thing around this no, season? No, not right now, because even that Bengals game was really frustrating to watch. And you know what? As we've seen, the Bengals are a decently respectable team, but that was tough. You know, I thought Fields would do something. I'm like, okay, he'll get a full week of preparation against the Browns, and Again, the Browns' defense, like we said, hasn't clicked so far until this game. Obviously, they click now. But, you know, I haven't seen anything crazy from Fields. Every time you turn on the game for red zone for, for the Bears-Browns game, he was on the ground all the time. All the time. Like, I didn't see him make a throw. And if you don't see a quarterback make a throw, it's probably not a good sign. Probably not. Probably not a good sign. So it, it And I love, I love the people before that were like, well, like, you know, What's put Fields in against the Browns? Like, what are they gonna do? Like Garrett and all those guys. Like, what are they gonna do to him? He's still an NFL. Qu that's what that's do. what they did to him. So <laughs> yeah, you guys were very wrong on that. Owen, what'd you make of this game? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't lay it all at Justin Fields' feet. I think a lot of it was. Uh, I think it was twofold. I think a lot of it was the offensive line it was really bad. It was horrible. And I think a lot of it was play calling. Like some of the play calls were just baffling where they would throw it deep over the middle in like with like four safeties deep. Like I, I, I really was baffling to me some of the plays that Matt Nagy was calling because uh, you see, you compare it with like other quarterbacks that are young, like, you know, Mac Jones or even somebody like Jimmy Garoppolo who's a bit more limited. He, he gets so much help from his play caller, from his head coach. And uh, the plays are, are so, it's so much, you know, e the reads are easier and the throws are easier. And so it, it helps them out. But I just feel like Fields was in such a tough spot there. I think Nagy really did not do him any favors. It was, it was brutal to watch. And I would not be surprised if Nagy's out pretty soon. Here. That scheme though, Owen. Yeah. That scheme, boss. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, true, dude. That's true. Oh, Nagy. It's bad that they've tried to turn yeah. Justin Fields into Andy Dalton. That was the worst mm, part of the whole yeah. thing. Like, oh, just, just hang in the pocket, man. It's like, well, first of all, what pocket? Second yeah. of all, no, I'm not Andy Dalton. <laughs> I'm better. <laughs> I can do yeah. more. It's ugly. Uh, we didn't even mention the Browns in there, but I think the Browns would have beat... Uh, I don't even know. I don't know how you quantify that game. Did you like their uniforms today, Adam? I didn't see them. Oh, I liked them. If you didn't know, Adam missed them. the games today. He's, he's been on the run. Yeah, but yeah. He's still... I'm just I'm just looking forward to uh, Bears Lions. Yeah. Oh, Bears right. Lions next week is going to be a banger. It really is, and mm. uh, I might have something. Someone really... might attend that game. Yeah, I might have some interesting <laughs> comments coming next week on Monday. Uh, the Dolphins beat the Raiders. 
Uh, no, they actually did not. Sorry, the Raiders beat the Dolphins, <laughs> but the Dolphins this, covered. This brain, this game, I, I locked in the Dolphins as my lock of the week. <laughs> this game turned my brain into a pile of mush. By the end of it, I felt so bad. My brain had just been going about plus three and a half the entire, like for an hour straight. I was screaming at the TV. I was kicking things around in this room. I, I, I felt, I didn't even feel good. I don't know if I should have covered. I don't know if I should have lost. All I know is I felt greasy and gross after because that game was disgusting i took a shower when it was done that was brutal uh raiders did get the win though overtime it lasted like probably like four hours the game took years off my life i'm getting stressed just thinking about it now this is about alex though i did win lock of the week let me put yeah, that in good there for you. but this game's about alex you're three and oh how are you feeling we're feeling really good we're feeling really good that was uh definitely a nail biter there towards the end um i gotta give credit to jacoby Brissett. um you know what he was pretty competitive out there looked good um, he he was making plays every time. It'd be like you know third and long, fourth and long, and he'd make a play, and it was pretty frustrating. But, um, our 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 defense did show up again. I liked Trayvon Mullen. He made some key key defensive plays there, and um, some key interferences, and some key interferences. But we'll focus on the positives. Merrick was good too. I think. Um, Abrams just. I don't know. He like always like whenever someone falls, he just like steps up and he's like, "Oh, I could have hit you." It's like, bro, just relax. Um, but you know, Gruden loves that. Yeah, though. loves that. Loves that. But you know, I liked um, I liked the offense. I still like how we're how we're playing. So, you know, it was a good game. That that Brian Edwards might be the greatest receiver of all time. He might but, be. Yeah. He might be. I like I like our combination. Hunter Renfro, most underrated guy in the NFL. Wow. Third and Renfro. Third and um, Renfro. So he's lost. Like. If it's third and long, like you just throw it to Renfro. Brady's got to be kicking himself. The Bucks didn't draft him no. for him, yeah. man. He's got to be oh. down so bad. Renfro came into the league like maybe five years too late because a white guy in a Patriots uniform like that. It, it that would have been, been. R.I.P. Amendola, man. He'd have been on the street. <laughs> yeah. His jersey yeah. would be in the rafters yeah. by now. He would be, yeah. Fox, bro. He'd be getting yeah. honored at halftime this week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What'd you make of this one, Owen? I don't know. It didn't really change my opinion of either teams like it was a, a fun game though i enjoyed watching it i think i love watching Derek carr because he he'll air it out and rugs is legitimately i think he's coming oh, yeah. to his own a little bit because he's there are you know some plays where he really just takes the top off the defense so it was nice to see um and yeah they're fun teams to watch i don't know how competitive they'll be as far as you know playoffs and whatnot but they're fun to watch so it was a good game yeah i think like yeah. i said earlier with the Chargers, i think the uh, raiders Chargers game this monday is a real kind of a important game oh, yeah. for both sides let's yeah. see what the true colors here because let's be honest at this point beating the Steelers is not that impressive mm -hmm. um I think a team of us could beat the Steelers probably yeah it could happen <laughs> and I mean the Ravens game was sort of up in the air this game was chaos too like you said with Brissett though not the worst quarterback I've ever seen no he's, he's not right. there's he's 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 pretty good like that was a nice drive he had there towards the end and then with what it was like two seconds left he ended up getting in. in the, punched it in, so that was clutch too. So I honestly was, and he aired it out like that. I think it was like fourth and nine. Like the game's gonna end, and then he finds Gasicki. Yeah, like that was a sick throw. That was a great. And throw. he popped it right in there. I think there were two. One one defender was in front, one towards the back, and he popped it right in there. So good on him. Yeah, not and like I don't know now. Like, do they stick with Brissett? Well, they're gonna have to for they put two on reserve, so two is gonna be out a couple weeks okay. at least. So yeah. I think not I, the worst option. Like though. Owen said, when the injury happened, like I I didn't change my opinion of him to be honest. Like Owen said, it was a lateral move. I couldn't agree with that more. 
So Love the play call, though. Just quick, I have to add, where they were on the one-yard line, and they threw the waddle in the end zone. Yeah, the wide receiver screen with no blockers. Yeah, that, that was really good. If you didn't see that at home, picture you're on your own one, and uh, you do a slow-developing screen to a receiver <laughs> who has no blockers, literally at the far pylon from where you're throwing. Maybe the stupidest play of the year. Whoever drew that up, I that, that was a big brain play. And if you watch it, uh, if you watch the video, watch Waddle. He he looks like he's like. There's no way they're gonna throw to me. And he just, so the play starts and he's just kind of chilling. He's like, oh shit, the ball's coming. And he gets and then he just gets plastered. So it's it was funny. Tough play. I think whoever's calling the plays in Miami thinks they're smarter than everybody else in the room because the back to back wild cards was or wildcat um, calls at the end of the game was was great too. Whoa. That was so fun. I think every, everybody, I everybody in my neighborhood hood heard that they were doing wildcat <laughs> in that situation. I was yelling yeah. at the TV. Uh, Saints 28, Patriots 13. Alex, you locked in the Patriots. You continue to have the worst locks in North America. You go 0-3. Yeah, that's right. Um, this one was over pretty quickly, to be honest. It was like 21-3 to at halftime, and yeah. uh, it was ugly. Yeah, so just I think I set my expectations a little too high. I think the fans had very high expectations for me. You know, had a hot summer, nailed the yeah, finals. I want, I'm going to note that I joined you on the lock once again, like second yeah, week in so, a row. So, you had me. Convinced. So I'm really good at convincing people. So that's a positive. <laughs> uh, I convinced a lot of people to take Seattle last week, and they did, and we lost. Con- convinced people like Adam to take uh, the uh, the Patriots, but you know what? I've had some more faith in Mac Jones. He's just not it not it yet you know under throwing some of those passes you know everyone's saying he's a check down king and then he just doesn't find the receiver it's like throws it at their feet um i don't know the patriots offense just looks weird and freaking winston was making crazy throws that james is what was that that one throw i don't even know it it was like at the what 10 yard line and he just blindly like throws it up it was it was electrifying. If you, if you missed the play, there it was, was about third and goal from about the five, and he dropped back. He had a defender jumping on him like a backpack, and he just blindly whipped it to the back of the end zone, and the Saints guy oh, caught it. And, and Callaway, and it was, and Callaway got brought down. He has like no idea where he is in the end zone, and he still finds the ball. I texted it right insane. after. Nobody in nobody in this world gets you off the couch like Jameis Winston. I didn't care who I had. I was like, oh my god, he's throwing! Oh, it was so exciting. Yeah, was, I think those past three weeks were the three. Like, if you met someone that has never watched Jameis Winston play, you show him the past three games, and you're like, this was his career, and it's just like it just sums it up perfectly. Like a roller coaster. Yeah. Yo, it is the biggest roller coaster. It's truly ups and downs. Week one, five touchdowns. Week. Three, 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 week two, three picks. Today, he was just kind of in the middle. In the middle. A little bit of everything. Mm. Owen, oh, did you have the Saints here? Did you have the Pats? What did you think of this game? Uh, <clears throat> I had the Saints, so, you know, credit to me, I guess. And, Alex, didn't you have uh, – you had a secondary lock, didn't you? Was that the uh, the Vikings-Seattle game or was that – That was me. That was me. That was Phil. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, okay. So, yeah, yeah. You're – yeah. Sorry. I'm trash. Bad, I know. Bad I know, week Owen. for you, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rough week, rough week. <laughs> But no, it was a good game. I uh, I guess, you know, I think it takes a really special quarterback to overcome uh, Bill Belichick's coaching. I don't know if <laughs> Mac Jones is that type of guy. So, like, I think, I think it, you know, it's nice that he, he can make some smart throws, but I don't know if he's somebody that's going to be able to, to, to kind of make the explosive and big time plays that you need. So, you know. Credit to you. I that saw. was funny. That was funny. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, Steelers lost 24 to 10. Um, 
this was embarrassing. This this is literally the most embarrassing thing. I I suffered through the end of last season. Uh, I, I somehow convinced myself after week one. I was on this very show two weeks ago tonight saying, hey, I mean, it's going to be another year of 10-8 and eight football, scratching to the playoffs, running the rock. Najee uh, Harris is going to be really good. Yeah, he had like 150 yards today. Mm-hmm. It wasn't his fault, but uh, it's uh, number seven's fault. And I had a conversation with a Steelers fan throughout the course of the game. We decided uh, we'd literally be better with any other quarterback in the NFL. Daniel Jones, we would take Daniel Jones. Cam Newton, I'd take Cam Newton. Uh, anything is better than what we have right now. This is really, really bad. What I will say is, you know, we, we love Big Ben in Pittsburgh. He's had a great career. Uh, two Super Bowl rings. Um uh, leave. That's all I really have to say. Uh, you can go out with some dignity. You can say you're hurt. Uh, but uh, I really, I, I can't do this anymore. This is, this is like embarrassing. There's like literal, like viral memes on Twitter of this guy just playing football. He hit a Bengals linebacker right in the numbers. There was nobody even near him. He passed. He fell onto the ground when there was nobody around him. The guy finds new ways to go viral on Twitter. Um, I can't do this anymore. 24 to 10. Uh, it's getting grim. They're going to get kicked in the teeth next week. And I will say, for a defense that you know is hyped up, they do find a way to give up some uh, touchdowns <laughs> at just the worst possible times. We drive down. The, the miracle of the game is we get a 90-yard drive. Sorry, I swear I'll stop talking in a minute. No, the, no get it all out. Get the all miracle out. of the game, yeah, yeah. we somehow get a... 20 play 90 yard drive down to the down to the goal line five yards at a time we dump it off we get there we score seven seven 50 seconds left it's it's a bloody miracle i'm looking to the heavens big ben is fired up the defense immediately just caves 70 yard touchdown to end the half it was brutal um oh and that burrow to chase connections legit though so credit to you i'm sorry thank you thank you thank you thank you blindicuff award winner don't forget it mm, yeah, right. first. kevin harlan knows yeah yeah, yeah. Kevin Harlan, who's been watching the podcast, I think. I think he has been. I think he has. Yeah. Anything to take from this game, or I mean, did I just? I I think you covered it all. Yeah, yeah. you did a pretty good job. Ben, yeah. Big Ben's just like the Leaning Tower of Pisa, because yeah. as soon as the ball snaps, he's oh, all wobbly <laughs> and stuff, and he's so weirdly yeah. built. He's so thin from the legs, and then as he moves up, it's very <laughs> thick. It's very odd. Yeah. It's, it's it's like, like a inverse like a Eiffel like a Tower. Leg. If you were to like flip yeah. the Eiffel Tower, it's like just an ice very, cream cone. Yeah. yeah, like an ice cream cone. He's just very oddly shaped. Man, how did we end up here, yeah. man? This is so Phil, funny. Phil, Phil. Are you, are you, is, is Diet Ben exceeding your expectations with his uh, mobility now or <sighs> after the offseason diet and all that? Sigh. I don't have anything else to say. Just turn this around okay. on Owen and let's talk about the Jets. Mm, good plan. I kind of <laughs> like that one. That was it. Broncos 26, Jets 0. An annihilation. Really, I said before the game, at this point, they're going to have to make the line like 20 plus for me to even consider yeah. taking the Jets. They they stinky stink. They're terrible. They they they, they are really brutal. You know, Adam said to me today when he comes in, because Adam missed the games, he goes, how many interceptions did Zach throw today? And I said, oh, he had like two. Like it was a pretty normal pretty two. Pretty good day. A quiet the two. Yeah. Um, Owen, it, it, justify something for your boy here. What's going on? Um. <clears throat> I can't lie. I didn't catch a whole ton of this game because I was mostly watching red zone and they just didn't, there was like not a lot to show. I was just, it would cut back in like five minutes. It'd be like, they were there. They're in the, like the Broncos are in the red zone again. And then five minutes later, it was like Melvin Gordon's in the red zone again. And like, I never saw that. I actually never saw 
uh, Zach Wilson throw a pass. All they ne- like he they were never on offense when red zone uh, put him on. So I can't say a lot about the Jets, um, but I mean I like I said I think the Broncos are legit. I do so too. That's what I'm going to focus on. We're going to focus on the positives here. I think uh, Teddy Bridgewater is a good quarterback, and uh, their defense obviously showed out today. They're good. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, I think it's a well-built roster. So I think they're a legit contender. I think Alex, you mentioned that they're, that the Raiders division is decent. I think that might be one of the better, I think that might be the best division in the AFC. Really good. That might be one of the better divisions. in. The what AFC, other one uh, would NFL, it be up so. again? I think it's easily the best in the AFC. Yeah. 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 Totally. yeah I, mean, I, all I agree. Four so teams I think, are great. I mean, there is this, there is the Texans, Jags, Titans, Colts. That's, that's up there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, Oh, and I wanted to ask what? you last week. You were a seven out of ten on the panic scale. I think. What are you at today? Uh-huh. Oh, it's uh, it's a ten. Out. It's a the panic scale. We're we're off that now. We're we're focused on. We the need draft. a new That's scale. What we're focused on. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's no panic. Like it's like we're no reason to panic. Like we've just we've the season's in the trash can. Like we're moving on to the draft. Yeah. Literally, like, like we don't even care about the scenario season. for Zach Wilson yeah. is just like Sam Darnold situation. Yeah, because I don't think you can fix this. Like, I don't think this is gonna get better next year or the year after that. It's just gonna have to be like, well, we're gonna move on because he's bad, but he's not really bad. They'll just find another situation for him. Because I, I still think Zach Wilson's like decent. Like, yeah, he's, he's got something in him. I, I don't think he's but, like bad. Maybe if you like put him on the Steelers, maybe we'll see what happens. Like, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> he can't be worse than number seven. Like the Jets would make that trade for Roethlisberger. <laughs> What'd you say? I was saying I would go to we would go to every Steelers game if that happened. I would go to like three a year. <laughs> Man, it's getting ugly. Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson and Taysom Hill. You got two quarterbacks. Oh, well, double. They'll double. <laughs> would Taysom Hill be better than Big Ben? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah, probably. The one play <laughs> king, Taysom Hill. Twenty six to nothing. That was tough. But uh, speaking of tough, the Falcons and the Giants squared off today. A few weeks ago, I mentioned the words the poop bowl. Um, this was the poop bowl. This was really unbelievable. Prayers up if you subjected your eyes to this because holy, this was bad. This no, yeah. was this was really bad. No, but Red Zone didn't show it though. So yeah, credit Red didn't. Zone. So they, it was a situation where you forgot the game was actually on. Yeah, it was. I like those ones. Yeah. They, you know it's bad when there's nine games in the morning and your team doesn't make the octo box at the no. start of the day. <laughs> no. They cut out the Giants. They're just like, yeah. And they, it's like, and every, you're like hyped for all the like first uh, set of games to finish and you're like waiting to see all the end results and stuff and they're like well you know by the way the giants and the falcons yeah this was the final score and we'll get you back to the normal stuff yeah it was bad it was it was really bad uh eli manning got his number retired at halftime and uh the the owner went up to speak and he got booed off the field uh yeah things are going great for the giants you'd have to say joe judge is right up there for first coach fired at this rate but maybe gettleman might get out of there too yeah he might go before joe judge i don't know what he's doing yeah, things are not good for the G-men. But Mm-mm. that's good news for you, eh, Adam? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't worried about them anyway. But, yeah, I guess it's good news. Yeah, anytime. Two more easy wins. <laughs> Two more Two easy, more easy wins, wins, eh? There you uh, go. Just get that Cowboys blood boiling for tomorrow night, everybody. And for those of you keeping track at home, I uh, did bet the Giants. So my Falcons curse continues. Mm-hmm. Mm. It will yep. keep continuing because yep. they're the Falcons. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. Uh the Vikings beat the Seahawks 30 to 17. We're in the rapid fire section. We covered the big games. This game, we all liked Minnesota. We said it on the podcast. One person in here didn't. I don't remember who it was. Who was it? Okay, right. we don't need, like, that wasn't an whoa, official. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do we not need? <laughs> we, like, <laughs> like, you trashed Owen. I know. So now, yeah, yeah. Well, but I, mean, I didn't, it, I didn't for lock the fans it. At home, I, I think they know. If there's a, I was going to say, if there's a bad pick and you don't know who it is, like, 
like 75% chance you're going to get it. All right I'm saying is <laughs> all I'm saying is when we made picks I did some stats, I did some number crunching before the show and when we're on the podcast making picks and I pick against the three of you I'm 2 and 0 so far. Mm, that's like my Lamar Jackson mm. stat. Yeah. Yeah. And I will be 3 that's and 0 good. next time we do it. Okay. That's right. actually kind of raw stat. Yeah. yeah, maybe well, you should try crunching the numbers with all your other picks too. Like, yeah. listen, like, let's figure it out. I would have never bet on that game, but like, you guys were like adamant that Minnesota was going to win, and I'm like, you know, I don't like them that much, but like, I, I don't know enough about either team. Like, I wouldn't go into bet three six five and bet that game, but you know, respect to you guys, like, good pick. That's what happened. We we liked Minnesota. We talked it up. I don't really. Again, it doesn't really. I don't really care about that loss for Seattle. I just thought it was a must win for the Vikings. Yeah. And I mean they they took care of business without Dalvin Cook. Yep. So it's gonna be uh I think they play the Browns next week. That's should be a good game. It should be good. It's somewhat winnable, I guess. I don't know. Could go either way. Hey Phil Phil Phil. I was gonna say I, I mentioned this earlier, but would you guys put if if I said Kirk Cousins was in the MVP conversation, what would you guys' response to that be? No, no, <laughs> no. That would be my why not? You know, why, not? why not? What what what's the what's the negative case? Because so he had a great game and he's had three great games he's not vaccinated so i don't know if he's going to complete this season. listen all mm-hmm. i want to say best, is best available what's the best, best ability is availability yeah. yeah well he's been available well so he's I been just, available i just want to say you were debating kirk cousins mvp and during the sunday night game me and alex were debating jimmy garoppolo or kirk cousins so that's wow. that's the two different sides of the story we're on yeah you guys are something kirk had else, a man. great wow. game kirk's been good kirk's been really good he's gotten too much hate so you're loving crazy. kirk right now and I really am. I thought he had a great game. He's just every yeah. He's good. I I don't think he's bad either. So we'll see how he does next yeah. week against a real defense. How about that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Buffalo absolutely laid the smackdown on the football team. Adam, for some reason, you told me before the game you loved the football team in this game. I don't know what that was about. I paid about zero attention to that. I will. I, I saw this text. Football team plus eight is a great pick. I thought. No, Buffalo. This is a game we've been waiting for from Buffalo. Just lay the smack down on your opponent. That's how it was. They controlled that entire game. The only reason Washington scored was because there was the windiest kickoff in the history of football that somehow whistled onto the Buffalo guy's back, and the Washington guys scooped it up. But that was a complete demolition. What did you see in the football team coming yeah, in? I mean, I won't lie. That is a true quote. Colin also picked them on the Blazing Five. Shout out, Colin. Um, but, you know... I, I think I'm just like looking into the past and seeing their defense from last year. And I'm like, you know, eight and a half points. That's a lot of points with a good defense. A game's mm. going to be closer than that. And I was wrong. That was my thought process too. I was like, you know, really good defense. They haven't been great the first couple of weeks. They'll figure it out. They'll be fired up to play against the bills. You know, Taylor Heineke might, you know, all right, we'll see. He might have a good game, but that definitely wasn't the yeah, case. Yeah, I think the NFC East is just looking like the NFC East. Yeah. It's just that simple. <laughs> it really is. Uh, great defense might be a farce. Yeah. 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 It's not. Yeah, I was going to say that. I was. I think it might be time to say their defense is actually pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, yeah. I was going to say, Daniel Jones, it might have just been him, but I think it's the defense that was the reason he carved him up. Like we said last show, yeah. the only takeaway from that game was those teams nowhere in a hurry for either of them. Um, yeah. When I saw the line and people were telling me, oh, the football team has, you know, extra three days rest, you know, they're going to come out ready. I thought, you, no, you couldn't pay me to take them. Buffalo is miles and miles ahead of them as a team. 
shout out to Josh Allen though. I think he was the fantasy high scorer today. He had like 42 or something like that. So you would know that, hey? Yeah. Oh yeah. I would know that. Um, (laughs) Two more games to go. The Colts and the Titans. The Titans won this one, 25 to 16. For some reason, I like the Colts in this game. I think it was because I was like, you know what? The the Titans haven't shown me anything to prove that they should be favored by six, and I'm gonna take Indianapolis. That was kind of my thought process, and uh, (laughs) immediately, you know, it's just. When you take Carson Wentz in a football game, it's just it's not a, only Carson Wentz, but with like two broken ankles. Yeah, that he's well, throwing the kitchen sink at. Yeah, dude, he's around on the scooter. scooter. Uh, I'm never doing that again. I will not Good be choice. taking Carson Wentz. Uh, I I've I've been swore this off. I can't do it anymore. So I I I'm out. But Tennessee looks like the runaways in this division, Owen. Yeah, I uh, I'm with you, Phil. I don't know what came over me. It was like a like I don't. I, Carson Wentz fever. I was like, there's no way they're going 0 3. Like, I was, I guess I watched too much Colin Coward this week or something. I guess he loved to talk about how there, it's, it's, he did ran a segment where it was like, I don't remember. He has stupid names for it, but he was like, basically, the point was they're, they're going to be fine. So I was like, okay, they'll win this game and not going, they're not going 0 3. And, uh, and they They won 0 3. Carson Wentz is terrible. He's as bad as I thought he was. Frank Reich and Carson Wentz have a previous relationship and like, yeah. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. They've met before. Yeah. I, can I just say, if Carson Wentz was throwing the kitchen sink at his ankles like he throws a football, like, I have no idea how his ankles are healed enough for him to play. Like, oh, oh. It was bad. I was going to say, the highlight of the game for me is uh, he looked fine for the majority of the game, but made sure to do the double limp in the post-game handshake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Totally. Real solid. Good oh, for yeah. you, bro. Uh, I'm done with the Colts. Uh, hashtag done. And again, I'm, I'm probably not going to take the Titans next week because I, I'm still not that impressed. I think Brown got hurt. AJ Brown? Yeah, hamstring. Yeah, so but weird up. weird things are going on there, man. That whole division's weird. I don't know what the deal is. Very weird. Yeah. The last team in that division. And the last game we'll talk about today. Uh Arizona beat Jacksonville. This is another one that I took the Jags. Um I keep taking the Jags. I don't know why. But I will say, you know what? I'm kinda happy to lose this one because that kick return yeah. was so electrifying that the, uh, th- that was an unbelievable yeah. play. That will play on the highlights for years. If you missed it, Cliff Big Brain Kingsbury decided to attempt a sixty-eight yard field goal in the wind at the end of the first half for some reason. It's short. And wouldn't you know it, the Jags guy took it back to the house. The best part, though, was Urban Meyer on the sideline. They cut to him on the replay, and he's just like, he doesn't even know what happened. It was too much for him to process at one time. He was just sort of like looking with big eyes, like, well, what did I just see? When they were showing it on Red Zone, they were like, Matt Prater attempting a 61-yard field goal. This 68. Will like, 68. 68 will break, will break an NFL record, this, that. I'm like, oh, like. This is sick. Like, I guess maybe he got close or something to getting it. So he kicks it because I thought that was the highlight. You know, he got close or something. And then he starts, the Jags guy starts returning the kick. I'm like, why are they showing this returns for so long? And then, yeah, he just returned it to the house and it was so electric. I love that uh, announcer, Gus Johnson. Oh, he was, man, he, he's so good. The highlight of the game. Yeah, that was good. great. I, I'm going to have to watch like that full broadcast at some point instead of just something else. He is, uh, He's the best. There's nobody like him out there. Yeah, and I think a good recap of that game is after Phil looked at me and he said, I think it's time to drop Trevor Lawrence in fantasy. Yeah, (laughs) I think it's time. He leads the NFL in interceptions right now as we speak. I think he, in order, he's gone 3-2-3 for pick games. So uh, that's pretty good. Zach Wilson is 
close behind him in the clubhouse mm. right now. He is he's breathing on his neck. He can't wait to throw interceptions next week. But, uh, but Fields is getting pummeled into the ground. Yeah, but at least he doesn't have time to throw That's the interception. True. Yeah. yeah, so <laughs> those plus. those two are dueling banjos for the interceptions <laughs> lead. Um, Mac Jones likes to throw a couple picks too. He does. He does. He, does. he likes to spread it around. Hey, the rookie quarterbacks are one and ten so far. But uh, again, never get advice for the people at home. Never get comfortable taking Cliff Kingsbury. Just, just no. don't do it. It's a mistake I've made. But hey, I also bet the Jags. So you know, there it is. Week three, that's in the books. Wow, that was that was a sweat. What would you guys give today out of ten for uh, football activity? I give it an eight. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It was a good day. Seven point seven. Yeah, I'm giving it an eight point five. Uh, I was looking down the pipe at the games next week and. Uh, might be about a four, but um. but hey, with the spreads, any any week can be a good week. You know what I mean? You're exactly Watching right. Watching with the spreads just makes it all better. And there's going to be some high spreads next week. Oh yeah. So games will not be over fast. Love that. Love that for sure. Um, let's do some weekend winners and losers, and then we'll get to the usual hot take of the week and such. Fellas, who's got winners? Who wants to go first? How about you go first, Phil? Oh, sure. I feel, I'll go I first. feel like you're always asking, you always ask me or Owen, but we gotta we gotta show some love to you, man. Oh, okay, sure. Let's wow. This feels I'm flattered yeah. right now. Um I've got winners this week and I only have one loser, but that's okay. I was feeling in a positive, jovial mood today. Uh my first winner's toques. I don't know what the American people call them. Maybe they call them beanies or like winter hats yeah, or whatever. I think that's about right. But I think that Tukes are a real winner. Tukes are back mm-hmm. and you know, it's that kind of weather where I personally I mean I'm not a big Toque guy. No, it, yeah, I know. It what does you mean. mess up your hair a little bit, but I think there is something nice about the idea of putting on a nice warm winter hat. Yeah. And just seeing other people with a nice warm winter hats, especially, you know, in a nice cafe, yeah, walking around the street with the leaves everywhere. It's just a fall essential. I you agree. just need it. I, I I'm fully with you. Yeah. That's why it's very back. My second winner is announcers saying there's a flag on the play. Oh, um, mm, Joe Buck is definitely that. the leader in the clubhouse. He says it about <laughs> once every three plays. Uh, Kevin Harlan is a close second, but you know I've noticed that Al likes to go with. And there's a flag. He doesn't really yeah. like to throw question. in the, He's yeah. more question. You know, yeah, well, but, there's a flag. Yeah, but as you know, as it's nice to see that the big minds out there are supporting the pod. That's what I really yeah, take huge. away from that's it. Huge. We we respect you guys. We love you guys. Thanks for repping the pod. Yeah, and yeah. and I like we Joe like Buck. we said. I was going to say, we already confirmed Kevin Harlan is a listener of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yes, true. we <laughs> did confirm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say Joe Buck is a robot on repeat. He says the same phrase every single time. Like, he's always saying the exact same, and it's caught. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he does say that. He's, and, and then the guy caught it, and he's like, and caught. All right, all or, right, Buck, we can do that goes, too. Golf airs it out, and it's incomplete. Like he just—he's yeah. a robot. I can't believe you guys don't like Joe Buck. Yeah. I really like. No, Joe no, no, I don't. I don't hate him. I, I like him. I, hate I him. just, I'm concurring. Let you know. I kind of like him. I think the one that sounds like a robot is uh, Kevin Harlan. Not that he calls games bad or anything like that. It's just he doesn't seem like he talks like a real person. Like he talks like an announcer. Like yeah. he doesn't seem like he's a, like you have a, you'd ever have a real <laughs> conversation with him. Does that make sense? Like, you feel like Kevin Harlan, like, if you were to sit him down and eat dinner with him, he would just talk like he talks on a broadcast. Like, he wouldn't yeah, talk about no, I feel stuff that. in a normal I feel way. That. But yeah. I'm, I'm going to put in the audio of when he heard Little Uzi Vert. <laughs> 
and he had to do the advertisement. That, oh. That's one of the greatest videos ever. I love that video. Yeah. I'm putting in the audio. Yeah, you're just sitting down eating dinner with him. And the steak and mashed potatoes are here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to Kevin Harley. Yeah. Listener, as we confirmed. Based in Philly, baby. I love this single money longer. Stay tuned to see more of his performance during Inside the NBA later tonight. Money longer. I got one more winner. It's the Pope. Um, he unleashed this banger quote this week. Don't know if you guys saw this. Quote, I'm still alive, though many wanted me dead. Oh, Chills, man. I wonder which rapper is going to use that first. Yeah. Uh, I like the guy who just quote tweeted and said, many men, many, many, yeah. many, many men. Yeah, that, that was, was fire. Killer. That was fire. Good yeah. quote. What's the over-under on, on time it'll take Drake to, to, to release that song on, like with that line in it? Many Are we saying? Dead. Do you think he's already in the studio? Yeah. Or? Oh, yeah. He's, he's cooking, cooking it up. Head. Like, uh, when okay. he, you know, the Giannis line, whatever. Yeah. 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 It'll be on TikTok in a week and a half with people dancing to it. Yeah. Don't worry. It's yeah. coming. Mm. What you got yeah. this week? Um, so I only got one winner, mm-hmm. um, but it's a good winner because it's everybody. Oh, nice. And uh, we're winners because we're getting season two of Tiger King. I don't know yes. that I'm a winner for that. All I, right. I, yeah. We can exclude you. That's <laughs> okay. fine. Go you don't right. have to participate. Everybody minus Phil. Minus Phil. Most electric show ever, at least for me, then I'll just be a winner if you guys don't like it. Always associate that show, I guess. That was kind of the first show that went viral when COVID hit. Yeah. So it's got a special place in my heart. Kind of kept some of us sane. Um, and then it kind of left on a cliffhanger. So I'm really excited to see what this season's about. I'm a Carol Baskin hater. So, mm, and for those of you, I don't know how many of you know this. I dressed up as, as Tiger King for last Halloween and I won the award for best costume. No way. So safe to say I'm a pretty big fan. You are a big fan yeah. as it turns out. That's right. I personally could have done without a season two, but Hey, that's why we're, we have different. So did you not opinion. like season one? I just thought, uh, one season was enough or yeah, I thought about half the episodes were enough okay <laughs> yeah yeah one man's opinion oh and you're th- what do you I think do, i do wonder like is it what is the second season gonna like be about because I, I feel think... like didn't they kind of finish the story like he's in prison now like that's well, like no it. he's i think he's getting or... out of prison oh is he getting oh out? he's getting out now he's i don't know what his shenanigans oh. are gonna be if he's gonna like just like sue her okay. sue carol baskins or open up and like try to open up his tiger zoo mm. right Wow! 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 You guys—that's crazy. So I didn't know he got out. Whoa, I was expecting that's crazy. <laughs> Damn! Did you watch Adam? I watched it, but I mean, wow! You guys I'm, are hating I'm not gonna right watch now. season two. Hating. You know what? Fine, I'm a winner. You're a winner. Yeah, I'm a winner. Okay. You won. You're, you're a big neck. You're a big Netflix guy. I'm a big Netflix. What was the guy. other show you were talking about? Uh, Squid Game. Yeah, everyone knows about I'll, that. I'll too. add that one to the list. Yeah, give it a give it a look. It's it's pretty good. Owen is. So confused, so confused about, Squid, about Squid, Game. Squid Game right now. Super. It's a Korean no show. Idea. It's fire. <laughs> Are you done it? Uh, no, I'm like halfway through. Okay. I'll, okay. I'll send you a text. A little pod, oh, yeah. A little yeah let me know how, yeah. how you like the episode. Is it an anime? No, no, no. Is it anime? No. 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 Okay. I would have watched right. it. Okay. It's, it's kind of hard to explain right now. <laughs> we'll get to it later. Yeah. Oh, and what okay, you got okay. for winners? Uh, so my first winner is human Humans, Humanity specifically early humans so uh you know i like to come with the science uh winners sometimes right sometimes Uh, sometimes from time to time and uh this week they discovered i they as in i don't know some researchers or archaeologists or whoever discovered ancient footprints that push the date the the date of human arrival in the americas um 
to about 23,000 years ago. So humans were in North America even earlier than we expected. Whoa. Whoa. That's awesome. What are the reactions? Reac is that good? Dude, Do I don't like know that? if I'm going to sleep tonight after <laughs> that news. Honestly, I, I didn't think I would sleep tonight unless I heard that news. That just changed my whole day. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. For perspective then, how far, how long ago were Vikings? Like what? two, <laughs> three? Because everyone said they were the Vikings, first. Vikings, I don't think were North America though, right? Because this is in North America, 23,000 years ago, which is earlier than we Wait, knew, what are you saying? The first people that like arrived to North America, like foreignly? I don't, I think, no, no, no. The first people that like existed in America. Oh, okay. I see yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Cool. wow that's, okay, we're fired up. Let's go. Two great winners. Yeah, two bombs on the last two. Adam, Adam, get your lock right and then we'll talk. That's all I'll say. <laughs> did you have another okay. one? I did, I did. Uh, my other winner is America, it's the United States. Okay, so, so I don't know if you guys are full. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are following, uh, you follow golf at all <clears throat> or you've been following golf, but this weekend was the Ryder Cup which is a team competition, golf competition between the United States and, and Europe. And the United States won it and they broke a record. It was like the biggest win in Ryder Cup history. So shout out to America and all the golfers that are from America. I actually turned it on this morning because like sometimes if it's close on Sunday, I'll watch and it was not close. I was like, oh, cool. I don't yeah. have to watch this. This is good. Yeah. Ryder Cup was looks a like a blow. really fun party though. It does. People look like they're having a lot of fun. So It does look awesome. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to them. Losers. I only have one loser, like I mentioned this week. My only loser is the Padres. Um, they were eliminated from playoff contention this weekend. An absolute, like, meteor crash of a second half. That If you look at those graphs of, like, games ahead, and then all, they, they fell <laughs> off a cliff. And I don't know if I, like, feel like... Like, I do... Part of me feels bad because they never really... Like, literally never had any success as a franchise. Like, I kind of feel bad for their fans. But at the same time, it also really bothers me when people just, like hop on the bandwagon randomly and start cheering for a random team so like you know what it's kind of like good and bad i kind of liked watching it but i also felt bad for the diehards but they're no doubt a loser this week so i had to throw yeah. them in there can we uh do a little like add the mets to that in terms of second half Ooh. disappointments and dumpster fires or yeah uh, I think, but I mean, what the sky is blue and the Mets blew a big lead in the second half of the season. I mean, are they still yeah. doing the thumbs down to the fans? <laughs> yeah. I love that. They have no chance of making the playoffs and boo, still doing that. Boo the fans. Boo the fans. That's, that's huge. That's the key. Would you have? Uh, I saw, week? I was going to say, hold on. Well, oh, last thing on, I guess on the Mets note, I saw a clip um, on Instagram of Chris Sale, like one of his sliders, right? And it was like, how nasty is Chris Sale's slider? And it was Javi Baez swinging at a pitch like six inches out of the zone. Oh. And all the comments were just flaming Javi Baez. Like, uh, it's not Chris Sale, it's Javi Baez. Yeah, it's... Over and over and over again. No, that is not so, impressive. He's in the he's in yeah. the top 1% of strikeout rate and the bottom 1% of walk rate. That's just yeah. all you need to know he's about Javi Baez. He's a special Javi player. Baez. Really a generational yeah. talent. Top 1% of booing your fans. Yeah, too. yeah top 1%. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so I got two losers here. My first loser is Haley uh, Crombleholm. That's pretty – what kind of a last name is that? I got to hear, everybody. How do you spell it? C-R-O-M-B-L-E-H-O-L-M-E. Sounds like the spelling bee Swedish. champion. Swedish. Swedish. Oh, right. Just okay. I thought we were guessing profession. Yeah, profession, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> spelling bee champion. Spelling bee. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um. So, anyway, she was a local Salt Lake City reporter. And she failed uh -huh. to recognize that Close. she was interviewing Jordan Clarkson. 
mistake. That's a mistake. That's a mistake. Um, and she asked him, "How do you have you gone to a lot of jazz games?" And he said, "A lot. <laughs> I, I, I go to a lot of jazz games. I and play she, for them. Yeah." And she like, almost, I, I think I don't think she believed him because she got him to spell out like his name, too. Mm. She's like, "I don't believe you." So spell out your name. So that was tough. And I think I don't really think it's a stretch to know who Jordan Clarkson is in Salt Lake. No, like. It, like, if it's New York or something, I'd be like, okay, there's a lot of people. But Salt Lake, like, come on. You're talking about the Jazz. You don't know who Jordan Clarkson is. Come he won, didn't he win Sixth Man of the Year? Yeah, he won Sixth Man of the Year. So, like, you got to do better. But she did raise her hand up on Twitter. She went on Twitter, and she was like, my bad. I'm I'm embarrassed. Did you know Jordan yeah. Clarkson's one of the only Filipino players in the NBA? He's very mm-hmm. popular for that reason. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the other thing I'll say about that is, I mean, if it's, like, somebody like Joe Ingles, I get maybe, like, blends into a, a crowd a little bit better in Utah, but, like, you know, Jordan Clarkson's like a six foot six black guy with a face tattoo. Like yeah. he's not, you know, different. <laughs> yeah. Like kind of sticks out. A he's not bit. a regular guy. Yeah. No, no. In Utah, definitely not. As somebody who's been there, I can attest to that. Well, even <laughs> just the height. Stick out a even bit. just the height yeah. is insane. Yeah. And for so any basketball I don't think it's too player. crazy to, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and then so my second loser also. Um, Phil was talking about popes. Yes. And you know, religion and all that stuff. My boy uh, Francesco Spagnesi, mm. uh, he's actually an Italian priest, described as a young, educated, and brilliant priest who was destined to climb to the top of the Roman Catholic Church. However, it actually wasn't meant to be um, because he decided to steal $120,000 in church funds. Ooh. That's going to leave a stain. No go. But what he used the $120,000 <laughs> is, is the best part. Uh, he used it to buy drugs uh, that he'd either then sell or use at sex parties. Oh, so wow. So that. <laughs> so unfortunately, he got caught. Not really sure what the punishment is. Wasted talent, but you know, everyone was like, you know, he's projected. He's he's projected. He was probably on like Bleacher Report like yeah. rankings. You know, he had ninety nine potential in two play. <laughs> you did not just say wasted talent. Yeah, wasted talent because well because everyone was you know the the report read you know he was a promising young you know he was gonna rise up mm-hmm. you know grind his way yeah took out a little too much money. I think that's definitely a weekend loser. Yeah, that's definitely a loser. So <laughs> our our boy uh, Francesco Spagnesi. Tough, tough. What'd you put in the L column this week, going? So I got two this week. First of all, I think we kind of already alluded to it, but a big loser this week was rookie QBs combined seven interceptions. I think Phil, you mentioned it. They're ten and one. Uh, one in ten. One in ten. Sorry, yeah, my, my, my bad. Definitely not ten and one. Uh, I will uh, give props to Trey Lance. I don't want to kind of lump him in there because he did come in and have a touchdown there in the. Uh, San Francisco game so yeah Trey Lance you're good but uh everybody else you know figure it out be better um especially Zach Wilson a lot of people I'm not gonna name names but a lot of people had a lot of hope in you so a lot of high expectations that you're not meeting and not living up to so a lot of people counting on you yeah (laughs) yeah a lot of people counting on you three weeks in a row on bets and stuff so figure it out um and then my second loser is poorly placed uh, penalty flags. So I don't know if you guys mm. saw this, but this was in the uh, Cardinals game. Uh, Rondell Moore. So this is their stud rookie receiver, uh, and I guess punt returner as well. He's he's trying to field a punt there, and uh, there was I guess a flag on the play. So the ref throws the flag and it hits the ball. You get he throws like a rainbow, like just way up in the air. 
hits the ball as it's coming down and then it obviously knocks it off course and so Rondell Moore ends up muffing the punt um so I mean you know if you're a ref out there it's good to throw a nice you know you want to get nice wrist action and everything on the on the flag but you know sometimes there's no shame in just laying it down there you know it doesn't need to be a giant display and like a giant arc and everything so I don't think he even um, took responsibility for it after yeah I know he definitely didn't. Rondo Moore was just on the broadcast, just getting roasted by everybody. So yeah, nobody free even my, noticed. Free my guy, yeah. Come on, yeah. Poorly placed flags. Big winner this week. Yeah. Intentional yeah. flags. Matt Lafleur hit a Gronk spike for his challenge flag. That was <laughs> yeah. intense. Yeah. Maybe chill out, man. I don't know. Just one man's opinion. Um, we're looking forward to the week ahead. What are we watching this week, fellas? Owen, enlighten me, because uh, I think I know what you're going to say, and it's a big week. It's it's the biggest week in uh, for sure all year. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna be watching the Jays. No mm-hmm. surprise there. We just split against uh, the Twins, which was okay. I mean, disappointing. Would have liked to win that series. Is it? Yeah, I'll be honest. It was disappointing. It was good that we salvaged it after dropping the first two, but um, yeah, not great. We're playing. We have uh, two more series left against the Yankees and against the Orioles. But this one against the Yankees is basically it'll decide probably for all intents and purposes who makes the wild card so we obviously need to win that series it'll be must must see tv the rogers center is going to be uh it's going to be bumping it already is they're selling tickets for like 15 dollars. like everybody's in there 30, it's a playoff people. atmosphere Thirty i'm fired up i'm going to be there not there at the stadium but i'm going to be there <laughs> in spirit cheering on every uh, every game so uh look yeah, Toronto, if you're listening to this flyer boy owen out yeah because if anyone deserves yeah. it he does he really does yeah, yeah. Yeah, give, give me a like a media credential, like a press pass. Or yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. yeah, yeah. Flag on the play, press pass. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Big week. Boys got to come out <laughs> hard this week. week. No mm-hmm. choice. No choice but to leave it out there. What are you watching, yeah. Alex? Yeah, just the Jays as well. Really fired up. Going to be fun. Um, really looking forward to that Yankees series series too. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be an absolute heater. Looking forward to the Monday nighter tonight. Um, Cowboys and Eagles. Uh, you know divisional matchup they're always uh i think they're both both decent teams so should be a fun watch yeah of course um this next segment for the next five seconds Whoa. it'll be for the uh for the youtube crowd it'll be uh pivoted towards them for five seconds all right yeah yeah go okay. for it i hate phil oh, okay <laughs> oh geez oh mercy oh yeah Oh, yeah. Arsenal's back. <laughs> a 3-1 demolition today on those Spurs. North London is red. It's always been red. It'll always be red. What an absolute smackdown that was today, fellas. I was waking up the whole house screaming around when they were potting the goals. Like, every 10 minutes, bang, bang, bang. Those guys are hustling hard. They're back. Arteta is looking good oh, all of a sudden. Yep. He was getting fired yeah, up he was... on the goals. I've never seen a coach get so excited on the goals. The boys are back, and they're running hard. So if they keep this streak alive, they play Brighton this Saturday. That's a big game. Boys, I mean, I don't know. I could see a top six here. I, I'm starting to see the vision. One one good counterattack, and you're on ecstasy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, It was unbelievable. <laughs> they were shot out of a cannon today, so shout out to them. That uh, was a good, good effort. And, uh, I mean, again, if I knew what the Sunday night game was this week, I would probably look forward to that. But, alas, I don't know what the Sunday night game is this week. So, I don't know. There it is. That's what we're watching this week. <laughs> well, 
I, I wanted to shout out a couple games. Oh, go. Okay, yeah. yeah. I right. didn't mean to neglect you. I mean, yeah, Cowboys Monday night. Um, there's on Tuesday. <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> on Tuesday, PSG Man reason. City is going to be a banger. Oh, that's a PM, good game. PSG Man City. Mm-hmm. And shout out to the local league. On Wednesday, there's FC Edmonton versus Calgary. The Al Clasico, as they say, in mm. Edmonton, 8 p.m. Oh, and you should buy tickets. Yeah. yeah, I'll definitely do that for sure. Yeah, that'll be a good game. Yeah. He might pick that over the Blue Jays if they flew him yeah. out. <laughs> Blue Jays yeah. flights. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. Uh, let's do some hot take of the week and then let's uh, get at her. I'll go first because I have it pulled up right here. Um, I found a tweet. There's a guy in the Celtics. Don't know if you've heard of him. Aaron Neesmith. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, how many points a game did he average last year? Like four, maybe yeah. five. Yeah. But I unfortunately found myself in the depths of Celtics Twitter, and this guy says his ceiling is peak Clay Thompson, if not better. Obviously, he is just as good and has shown those flashes, but his shot is pure. He shot 45, oh no, he shot like 45% from three for 10 games last season. So 10 points a game. Big sample size. Huge. (laughs) And then he says, but I don't want to be over-pressuring him. So, you know, a lot of expectations to live up to there. But That's good, because uh, Neesmith probably looks up to that guy a lot. Yeah. Yeah, can. don't pressure the kid. Yeah. Ceiling's just peak Clay Thompson, guys. Mm-hmm. Only the top three greatest shooter you've ever seen in your life, and he has three championship rings. Only that. That's the only yeah. ceiling. You should just, I mean, that's a good, like, just add, I don't want to put any pressure, though. Yeah. Just no. for any request you make ever. No, I don't. Yeah. yeah I don't mean to put any yeah. pressure. No, no. It's Not the same all. vibes as like when you insult someone and you go no offense after. Oh, yeah. It just makes yeah. it okay. Yeah. Hey. Just dunk on them and it's like no offense. Yes. No, no offense. Yeah. Hey, Adam, <laughs> your picks blow chunks, but no offense. No, no offense. offense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> what'd you drop this week, Alex? All right. So my take of the week, Phil knows, Phil was aware of this. We both, both watched this uh, take live. Uh, Doc Rivers was on first take and was getting interviewed by mm-hmm. uh, Stephen A. And they were talking about the Ben Simmons situation. And Doc was, you know, talking about how the media makes up a lot of stuff. And, you know, generally they have no clue what they're talking about. Everything with Ben Simmons is fine or whatever. And uh, one of the examples he used was that uh, no one picked us to be where we were at. <laughs> At where, bro? At where? Beating the Wizards in five? Putting up putting up a decent fight against the Hawks? Then I remembered, oh, you know, he was probably referring to, you know, the grind from the trust, the process to where they are now. But, you know, it turns out Doc is only heading into his second year as coach. Mm. So he doesn't know anything about that either. Um, so, you know, Doc, I'd, I'd love for you to share what you meant by that um, because I, th- I think he, he, he forgot that he wasn't on, you know, pre-Kawhi, George Clippers team when they stole uh, two, ga- two games against Golden State. I thought maybe he was referring to that, but that was, that was a tough take. It, it, it was a, a big take. <laughs> no, no one, no one uh, picked us to be where we were at. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a big task. <laughs> Beating yeah. the Wizards in five. That's, ooh, that's <laughs> ooh. bad take. Bad take. A freezer. Terrible. Okay, yeah. what you draw up? So <clears throat> mine actually comes from an article online. So this was kind of going making the rounds a little bit on on some uh, corners of NFL Twitter, but it's this article from this website, Fansided, mm. um, and they did top three quarterbacks who could be benched in week three. So number three was Jameis Winston. So they gave it a little rationale for that. I was like, okay, whatever. Number two, Daniel Jones. All right, you know, whatever. Daniel Jones. I mean, I don't know who they're going to put Mike Glennon in there. I don't, I don't know about that. Um, but the one that really got to me, and I mentioned it earlier, was uh, Kirk Cousins, who was number one. What? 
um absolute yeah yeah absolute freezer and let me just read you a little bit of a of the set of uh like a snippet of, of what the article said it said mike zimmer doesn't miss a single opportunity to criticize his quarterback in the media that combined with the vikings 0-2 record puts puts kirk cousins job in serious jeopardy heading into week three so and then they go on to talk about how he uh he, he basically kellen mond is going to be replacing him in week three which is crazy. I want to reiterate, Kirk Cousins, in my opinion, is a borderline MVP candidate. He's played great, and he showed today, again, why he's the starting quarterback on an NFL team and why he's a great quarterback. So mostly I just want to – anybody who's slandering Kirk Cousins needs to relax because Kellen Mond has not looked good. He did not look good in preseason, and uh, Kirk Cousins has looked great. So I think we found the world's first Kirk Cousins stand through yeah. the course of this oh, I just, literally the world's first i wasn't a big Kirk cousins guy i didn't really care for him but i he needs to i just need him to get the respect that his play is uh should earn him at this point okay that's a weird hill to <laughs> die on but i'm all for it <laughs> go right ahead mike zimmer might also just be pissed that kirk has plexiglass everywhere he goes yeah maybe might be one of the reasons <laughs> the other guy well. has it too so yeah. <laughs> yeah damned if you do damned if you don't situation uh that's a 10 out of 10 yeah again now these sundays are long days so the boys grinding it out i uh respect it it's it's good good commitment here so oh yeah respect to the boys 10 Love out it. of 10 all the way around yep. um we didn't mention it at the top but next week if you made it this far we'll probably be doing a monday night show uh so just keep that in mind bear that in mind if everything goes to plan Monday night show next week, probably after the good Monday night football game. But keep that in mind. And uh, anything else, Dad, before we pack it up, fellas? Oh, we'll have our picks ready again (laughs) next week. (laughs) Don't forget to take the Cowboys tonight if you haven't bet it yet. Mm. Good pick. Or, you know, you could forget. Just like the Washington pick? I would take the Cowboys tonight. I would take Tony Pollard over. I would take Amari Cooper over. I would take the over on the game. That's Hold on, say that slower so I can write it down. And say it <laughs> <laughs> Amari Cooper over is my bet. I don't know what the yards are, but take the over. That's all I have to say. You, over, with, over. With, what does he have? Yeah. Bruised ribs? Over no, he's, he's healthy. Ribs? Oh. oh, okay. He's not on the injury report. Good thing those ribs sure heal up quick. Eh? He, he dominates wait. against the Eagles. Just wait. <laughs> and so does Mike McCarthy's clock management. Yeah, he kills right. it. Okay, anything to add? Uh, no. No, good week of uh, sports. It's going to be a good week coming up. I'm fired up. Yeah. Go Jays. Let's go yeah. Jays. Let's go. Yeah. Let's finish strong. Let's get this dub. Right. Let's go to the wild card. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you again on Thursday morning. You enjoy the start to your week. Enjoy Monday Night Football. Go Birds. Talk to you then.